Hello, friends. Welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. We're also joined by a special guest, my father, Paka. As many of you are no doubt aware, tis the season for terrible movies. For this transmission, we thought we would focus on some of the more worthy adaptations of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Originally entitled A Christmas Carol in prose, being a ghost story of Christmas, is a novella by Charles Dickens, first published in London by Chapman and Hall in 1843 and illustrated by John Leach. Christmas Carol recounts the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, an elderly miser who is visited by the ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley, and the spirits of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. After the visits, Scrooge is transformed into a kinder, gentler man. Published on the 19th of December, the first edition sold out by Christmas Eve. By the end of 1844, 13 editions had been released. In 1849, he began public readings of the story, which proved so successful, he undertook 127 further performances until 1870, the year of his death. A Christmas Carol has never been out of print and has been translated into several languages, the story has been adapted many times for film, stage, opera, and other media. But before we launch into our transmission, if you happen to enjoy our discussions and would like to support us or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com. So how about that Christmas carol, huh? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Any of As the present over or future. 135 versions of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, they, they will go back to, I think the earliest that I found is 1901. They actually did a version of The, of the Christmas Carol, a little silent movie. Wow. Yeah. I, don't, I think I only, I'm only aware of about six or seven versions. How, how many of those are animated? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Well, there was a time when I was a kid that, you know, of course, they animated everything. And mm. golly, there are, I don't know how many animated versions there are. My favorite, though, was always uh, Mr. Magoo one. Ah, yeah. I like that one, too. Well, I watched the uh, the Henry Winkler one uh, today. Amer an American oh, Christmas uh, the Carol. American Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah. If you've never seen that one. It so was wait, interesting. So he's, he's Scrooge? No, it's like... He's inspired by the story. He's just, uh, it takes place, I think, in the 30s. He's just, they're all other characters, but very similar to the story characters. So it's officially it the second time he jumped the shark. Yes. <laughs> yeah, was, he had an awesome mustache. He, he's older in this one. <laughs> yeah. About, uh, I think it was somewhere through the early present. He had a, or earlier years, he uh, had a mustache. And it was pretty awesome. So, so it's more like modern reimagining. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But it took place like in, I think it was like 1930s. So times were, were not good. Depression. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I watched Scrooged, which I guess yes. would be in that same, that same flavor. The, 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 the Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill yeah. Murray, the not really Christmas Carol adapt, like straight up adaptation of the book, but that's a weird movie. It was way it weirder is. than I remember. It, it is a weird it's, movie. It's so weird. 
I was sort of unsettled by it. <laughs> you know, in their in their promotion for the movie, they had uh, a lot of Ghostbuster tie-ins. I well, apparently, it's the first that. film of he course. did after Ghostbusters. He like went to Paris for like four years, considered giving up on acting, and then made Scrooge. I don't it's really strange. To me. It's one of those odd movies, though, that that really has a following. Um, it does, you know, yeah, folks that that to them it's their favorite holiday movie, you know. And I really go. Well. It's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I I don't care for that, but a lot of people do. And well, that's a call. Yeah, Scrooge. Then <laughs> funny because it's it's Bill Murray, and it's meant to be at least somewhat a comedy, right? But it's right. the first version I remember seeing that actually scared me. <laughs> Some of those yeah. effects. <laughs> Apparently it was it was nominated for an Oscar for effects or something. I, mm. oh, I wasn't. didn't realize. Yeah, I want to say I saw that on the source of all knowledge. But yeah, and then you got Bobcat Goldthwait going insane with the shotgun. And, oh, you know, I forgot about that. There's <laughs> Some of the creature stuff. stuff in that. It, it could have come out of Ghostbusters. I have this weird little thing hanging around. Do you want to use it? Sure. <laughs> Find a place for it. Yeah, but I, I did that. And then last week I did uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, of course. Yeah. That's always been one of my favorites. Yeah, be my favorite. No, I have a heavy nostalgia thread on that one. We would watch that every year. Listen well, to the, the soundtrack the are, in the car. Yeah, the, the songs are catchy. Yeah, Michael Caine is fantastic. As Scrooge, he takes everything seriously, which is what sells the which makes it great the the ridiculousness of the Muppets doing Muppet things. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. what he said? So, something about what he said when he took the role was that he was going to treat it like a Shakespearean actor or something like that. Wouldn't surprise me. It's been said that Michael Caine chooses his movies by looking at the script, and if he's on the first page, and if he's on the last page, then he does the movie. <laughs> 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 so that's what happened with austin powers gold member ah. i was thinking more of that's so that's what happened with jaws 4 but oh my gosh that was so bad yeah, he played he the endearing i believe his character was named hokey or something. oh my gosh that was awful that was i forgot awesome. about that movie i've forgotten yeah. about that too if you ever were watching oh. jaws and you said to yourself why is there no voodoo killer shark subplot? Jaws 4 is the movie for you. <laughs> so what, what are some of your favorite things from uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol? I love the Marleys. I think they're brilliant. I think ca- casting those two as the Marleys, I think uh, it's probably... Stadler and uh, Waldorf. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for me, the, the uh, cleverest part of the film is, is those two, you know. And and I guess uh, Gonzo being uh, isn't he uh, Charles, Charles Dickens? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, really liked Rizzo following Gonzo around. Yeah, there's some the good whole story. The two of them. The whole yes. part where he's like uh, he's using Rizzo to wipe the window clean, and then he's like, <laughs> "Thank you for making me a part of this." And uh, there's another one with uh, he's he's trying to light the the lantern, and he's like, "Light the lamp, not the rat," or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's using them as like the puffer thing for the yes. fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pumping his legs. It's good. Straight from the original text. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a part in there where finally Gonzo says that, you know, you're on your own? I uh, think that, so. that it gets so frightening. To the audience, yes. <clears throat> yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. It's right from, from the here on in the ghost of Christmas future. They're like, we'll see you at the end. <laughs> I like the ghost of Christmas future in that movie. I think it looks awesome. Oh yeah. And uh, you were telling me about a more recent version of a Christmas Carol that has Guy Pierce in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's by FX. Andy Serkis. And uh, you said that that was really well done. I haven't seen it yet. It is, it's certainly the darkest version ever. It's based on the story. They've, of course, rewritten stuff. It isn't, you know, where you, you if you look for certain lines, they're not there. And, uh, and they add to the story and that sort of thing. It's almost three hours long, but it's really, really good. I think the characters are more the way they would have been at that time period doing what they're doing. Charles Dickens wrote the story kind of tongue in cheek. It has these odd little jokes in here and there, you know. But if you were to make a historic version of what it would have been like really for the Cratchits and for, you know, and how evil Scrooge would have to be to be the most evil man in the whole world, then this one hits it. I really loved it. But it's the kind of thing as you're watching it, you're going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's 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 really creepy and, and very dark and very evil, but amazingly well filmed. Okay. I have to watch that one. It sounds really interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, <laughs> when, when you were telling me about that. On the flip side of that, I watched uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which isn't all that scary. <laughs> <laughs> but my kids wanted to watch it. So. <laughs> well, and you know, that that that's a natural because you already have Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. You know, has been a character that, uh, you know, who I miss is... Um, Ludwig von Drake, you don't see him ever. He was on uh, The Wonderful World of Color years ago. Oh, yeah. And, and he'd be on things like that. But then he sort of disappeared. And I really liked him. I, I loved his uh, accent. Oh. And Oh, yeah. He was the, the narrator for Mickey and the Beanstalk, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. he was. Okay, uh -huh. that's that yeah. character. Yeah. Oh, uh, I could smash you. <laughs> yeah. And the other version that I'll watch every year is the musical with Albert Finney. Yeah, Scrooge. Yeah. Scrooge. 1971, I want to say. 19, I think 1971. Or no, no, it's later. No, I'm, I'm confused. With that. 1951 is Alistair Sim. And this is 74, I think, was, uh, was Scrooge, if I'm correct. My, one of my favorite parts will always be the funeral procession for Scrooge as they're, <laughs> as, as they're so thankful that he's dead. <laughs> he doesn't see the casket or anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're singing and they're having this big parade in, in his honor <laughs> because he died. <laughs> and they're, you know, he, um, Tom Jenkins, the, the hot soup man, you know, climbs up on top and he's jumping up and down on the casket as they're Dancing. going along, you know, with the horse procession and all that sort of thing. He's leaping up and down. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched the Patrick Stewart one? I've never oh, yeah. watched that one. I bought that this year. It, you can actually get it on DVD now. And uh, it really follows the story well. It's really good. Yeah. It's very true. I was watching um, the George C. Scott one this week. I didn't finish it, though. I was watching it with the kids. We didn't make it all the way to the end before bed. But I always thought of that as one of the more faithful ones, too. The George C. Scott. He's awesome. He is. That's a good one. Um, I'm a big George C. Scott fan. Yeah. The thing that I look for in watching, uh, if I'm really going to be critical about A Christmas Carol, the various iterations of it, I, there are certain things I look for that often are overlooked. The three meeting at the uh, rag and bone guy with, you know, Scrooge's stuff, the bed curtains taken down, the oh, shirt yeah, that was put yeah. on him, the, 
you know, all these different things that they've stolen off the body after he's dead. There are certain things in the story that cause Scrooge to understand how how terrible his death is going to be. Uh, and yet you see a lot of them where they have to cut somewhere and they'll add other things, but they'll cut out things like that. They'll cut out. I, the, the one that really the, that really strikes me is and I think the Muppet Christmas Carol is the only one that really gets it is the um, ghost of uh, Christmas past where he's a candle and he sort of goes into the back and then he comes up forward and then he disappears in the back again and all that. That's, that's way more faithful to uh, Charles Dickens writing rather than a Victorian lady or a young girl or, you know, whatever it happens to be. He's got that. Uh, cat oh, they that did that in the Jim Carrey one as well. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was good too there. Yeah. But you don't see that a whole lot in the, uh, in the various versions. Is that the fun? Is that the funky CGI one? The Jim Carrey yes. one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's Polar Express this bitch. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie I couldn't stand. I, I don't handle know. that. The, uh, the, the Uncanny Valley in Polar Express is, is very much on its own compared to anything else. Yeah, anything else, really. It's like, every, let's make everyone Tom Hanks. <laughs> this is the way to get a good movie. That's what somebody pitched. I, I think what will bother me. me about a lot of movies is that they know it's going to be 3D. And so they have to make it, you have to throw 3D things in there. Yes. Whether it really, right. well, like, yeah. like uh, uh, the Hobbit, where they go into the goblins thing and you have this weird roller coaster ride all over the, the goblin town thing, you know, just to, just because it was 3D. And so he had to throw all this, this stuff in it. Another to do the story. Well, that was part uh, 3D and part expanding a 280-page book into a trilogy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the weird thing about The Grinch. You can read The Grinch in five minutes, and they had to expand it to a 20, <laughs> what, 24-minute uh, cartoon. And then they expanded it to a movie. Which is where you get a romantic Grinch subplot. I remember <laughs> this old, there was an old special on TNT and I think it's sold with the digital version you could get of the Grinch. It was hosted by Phil Hartman. Did you guys ever see that? It was like this oh, making of no. how the Grinch stole Christmas and they're interviewing Chuck Jones and all this stuff. Oh, wow. They were talking about, oh, it's great. And they were talking about how difficult it was to make it last you know, like a 30 minute TV special. <laughs> and really stretch. And then run the like, all the songs. And... <laughs> but see, that's that, that is where you get all the great stuff like going down to Whoville. You have that whole thing going around the corners and curves and you know, flying around and and the uh the dog Max uh ending up mm -hmm. on the back of the sleigh as they did the big along. sequence with Max, which is a very yeah. Looney Tunes feeling kind of sequence. It's a very Chuck Jones kind of sequence. <laughs> Have any of you seen the the um, Benedict Cumbergrinch? <laughs> yes, I have, no, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, is, is it worth a watch? He plays he plays Scrooge. No, no, he plays the, uh, Grinch. the Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch plays the Grinch. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was a what, what was computer it? computer animated twenty eighteen. Yeah, you know, it's oh, as watchable the, as the any new other one? of those movies. Actually, like yeah, Hans. I enjoyed that one. Huh? I'll have to look that up. It's. It, I liked it a lot better than the uh, the Jim Carrey one. It seemed like it was going to be very different. It but is. I think they at least got the the style of the characters 
better. They they do. They they have the style of the characters and they hit the main plot points in the book, yeah. but it's one of those things where again it's stretched out and then you have yeah. um you know, Cindy Lou subplots, subplots, and oh, oh, okay, that's the one that is a full movie and is uh-huh. computer animated. Okay, yeah, 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 I've seen that. It's I one of the more one. recent ones. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really liked that one. I liked it better it, than the Jim Carrey movie. I did too. <laughs> yes, there was one version of of uh, how many um, times have we heard that phrase on this? <laughs> I like it better than the Jim Carrey movie. Uh, you know what though? I went back and watched the Cable Guy. And I do like that one. <laughs> it was just as bad as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I still hated it. So I agree. You know, I was right to hate this. <laughs> so back to Christmas carols. Yes. Christmas carols. <laughs> Has anybody seen the, uh, I haven't seen it, but I just discovered it existed. The one with uh, Rowan At- Atkinson. Is that his name? Oh, Mr. Bean. There's like a version with him what? in it. Oh, I think it's a uh, part of his Black Adder series, who, maybe. Or who something has like not that. played Scrooge? I think it's the. I don't. I don't know anything right. about it other than I just found it. So I played Scrooge in college on stage. Well, there you go. So I can say, <laughs> at least one person in this group has played Scrooge. <laughs> sure enough, Black Adder's A Christmas Carol. What the frick. I don't, I don't remember ever seeing that one, but it, I'm definitely going to go watch it now. I'm going to watch the uh, one with Kelsey Grammer, too. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard mixed reviews of it, but I usually tend to like some of Kelsey Grammer's stuff. Kelsey Grammer played Scrooge, too? Wow. Uh-huh. It was, I think, a 2004 or five musical or something. This is great. I'm 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 learning these things that I can go look for. <laughs> well, uh, somebody said I Kelsey seen. Grammer, he plays angry, so... To be yeah. I didn't know some of the other who is Jason Alexander Seinfeld Seinfeld or you mean you mean no, who, who, does he, who does he play in there yeah he, he plays Jacob Marley he's really yes oh my gosh <laughs> for me uh yeah tie between uh Stadler and Waldorf as Marley and also uh Sir Alec Guinness as Marley yeah he's good as Marley yeah. but not goofy but not goofy. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I always felt goofy was miscast for that role just because he could fall downstairs. <laughs> but you know what? What I uh, probably my favorite thing about Goofy is that yell of his. Oh yeah. Well, it's the time something happens, you know. Bill Farmer's yell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yahoo. <laughs> 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 My favorite Christmas Carol, if if I could only own one and watch it, would be the Alistair Sim one out of the fifties. I for me that's, and I guess part of it's tied into when I was a kid and it would come on, you know, at like three in the afternoon on on uh, Christmas Eve and uh, uh, you know the old that black was and white the TV definitive version from from your childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I like him the most as Scrooge, especially the next morning. Uh, the way he plays the part. Alistair Sim had the ability to go between dozens of emotions with his face, just one after another after another in just a few seconds. And so he is 
he's excited and he uh, is bemused and then he he kind of uh, uh, teases himself and and he tells himself he shouldn't be this excited but he is but he and as you watch him he just just visually the the way that he could change through a, a bazillion different uh, emotions just visually with his face and he does it a few times in the uh, uh, he does it when he approaches um Cratchit the next day at, at work he does it when he goes in to uh, have dinner with his uh, nephew. It's one of those things that really tugs at your heartstrings because it's just so real. He really is feeling all these different things at the same time because suddenly they've all been unleashed in him. That'll always be my favorite version is the uh, Alistair Sim one. For me, I think uh, it's a toss up between either A Muppet Christmas Carol or or Scrooge, the musical mm. with Albert Finney. It's the Muppets for me, but that's... Usually anything, it's always Muppets for me. <laughs> no surprise. You know, Muppets is the one that we always watched. Uh, I also have a fondness for that um, that short animated one by uh, Richard Williams. I like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. I forget that his name. That's his name. Yeah, that's the his Roger name. Roger Rabbit, Rabbit director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's really cool. Just the animation in it, it's just beautiful the Where way you he portrays watch it the spirits is awesome you know the last time i watched it i watched it on amazon prime it was on there okay. a while ago okay, i was gonna cool. say i think i found it on youtube as well i don't know what the quality yeah is, but... it's it's obscure enough you can find it in places like that thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape we hope you'll visit us again from myself lumberdor Beaches and Doug. Thank you and good night. Well, I got I got an idea. Let me get it out of my head. Okay, tonight we're gonna be visited by three Ghostbuster films. <laughs> <laughs> okay first we have the we have the ghost of busters past <laughs> ghostbusters 2 the the original bad sequel <laughs> sure this is the movie that tainted our use it uh, taught us to uh to to curb our our expectations that maybe you can have too much of a good thing okay <laughs> then we're gonna have the ghost of busters um present to busters <laughs> um, I'm, gonna this be, is, I'm gonna be thinking about that at midnight i'm gonna wake up and start laughing again. <laughs> this is, ghost this is ghostbusters um afterlife a delightful but ultimately hollow endeavor um if you were to ask this ghost uh um if there were a future for this franchise he might say that he sees an empty theater and a, a carefully preserved CGI crutch that, that just couldn't couldn't replace genuine performance. Now you're talking Star Wars. Now we have uh, 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 the ghost of Buster's future. Yes, which which he just points to a tombstone that's engraved uh, Ghostbusters 2016 Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> and what what we've learned tonight boys is that uh is that you should uh honor the original ghostbusters and keep it in your heart year round <laughs> <laughs>